Episode 157, I think, of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volmel coming at you on a Monday of all days. Uh, it's been it's been a busy new year uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, ended True. up falling ended up falling behind at work on Wednesday when we were going to do our show, and of course, then Wednesday happened. If you live in the United States, you especially know what happened then. So there went my whole day. So then, like, I'm like, well, I'll do it on Thursday. Thursday felt just as crazy. So then <laughs> we're just like, let's just do, let's just do Monday. So here we are on Monday, doing tactical crouch. Uh, I don't know if I said it already. Kick tripod here with Yiska and Volamel to talk about all the Overwatch League stuff going on. Uh, before we do, we have a few things, uh, but I want to thank our patron producers first. Big thank you to our patron producers. Refined Bean for Dino Pin, Battlecrab Lotion, Rex Zane, Audio Compass, Cautious 67, Sharp Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Fabled Steven, uh, Roger B, Owen, Chris R34444, Horbjorn, I listened to this podcast whilst on the toilet in the shower thinking of Yiska, Peace Camper, Anxiety Pokemon, Sir Girthalot, Bronzebot, Boohow, Evan, and Alex S. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you like the show, uh, please go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch where you can support. Uh, it's the best way to do it. People ask us all the time. Hey, what's the best way to support the show? Um, and honestly, Patreon is because they take the least amount of money. <laughs> um, whereas like Twitch takes 50% YouTube, which we'll talk about second, uh, in a second takes 30%. So, um, yeah. And then Patreon takes like 8%. 7% something like that so uh, that's the best place to go and also we have some kind of cool perks and things that automatically tie into the discord so patreon.com slash tactical crouch for that uh, but kind of in news a little bit about the show uh, new year a new platform we're actually streaming this live at youtube youtube.com slash tactical crouch with overwatch league being on youtube um, there's, there's a few advantages for us to try out streaming here. Um, the first one is, uh, better like discoverability because Overwatch League is there and we're primarily an Overwatch League podcast. So there's that aspect of it. Um, the other aspect is a lot of the VOD features are really good on YouTube. So for example, I'm really busy today. I don't know when I'm going to have time to edit the show and upload it all everywhere. But with the VOD, it'll just go onto our channel and you can still watch it there. And you just have to fast forward through some of the pre-show stuff. Way better than waiting hours or days uh, for me to be able to get around to doing that. Uh, the quality is higher. You also have like inline channels or inline controls to like you miss something that we said or like you need to step away from the podcast. You could just hit pause and come back and, you know, watch through faster, all that kind of stuff. So true. Um, there's, there's a lot of advantages. I mean, the biggest disadvantage is like, there's something just really clean and simple about Twitch's emote system and subscription system and like dashboard type thing for uh, like lower panels and stuff like that. 
Um, like, I don't think chat is nearly as good. Um, we are going to be getting yep. our custom emotes. We get four of them. Um, and then we're going to be doing uh, kind of equivalent to like Twitch subscriptions. You can do it with YouTube subscriptions, but you can basically set it to be like any level of support. So like $2, I think by default, it's going to be a $2, $5 and $10 a month, like something. We'll just try that out. So you don't have to spend five bucks can literally just be two bucks. Uh, so we're going to try that out, see how it works, um, see how people like it. Um, chat is a little bit higher, uh, harder. Arkin, I think you're right. But um, I also just don't know if it's a familiarity thing. So um, we will figure that out. Um, yeah, and honestly, this isn't really about the viewer numbers um, at all. It was kind of like the last thing I considered. I kind of expected viewership numbers to kind of go down for the live show, and that's it is what it is. But if it makes more sense, on top of just you know, Twitch certainly has had an, a lot of issues of their own in 2020. Like, there's, I think a lot Imagine of imagine not giving us part partner. That's, that was the... that's really it. Yeah, they wouldn't give us partner despite <laughs> so hitting all the things. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, that wasn't the reason, really. But no, uh, not at all. Yeah, F you, Twitch. You'll never get to make me a partner, which doesn't really <laughs> yeah, benefit right. you at all and doesn't really hurt you at all. Uh, we kind of really just walked up to some random person on the street and uh, proposed and they were like nah dude and we're like okay then uh I'll you're, lost, man. Sound, I you're lost like, <laughs> there's plenty of other platforms out there yep yep that's how it go yeah um let's let's take a couple minutes so like i just want to catch up with you guys it's been almost two weeks uh so this is gonna go a little off topic for a little bit um as always big thanks to eric for helping out with the timestamps. those will be in the vod version of the video and on YouTube, you can just pause for 15, 20 minutes and then come back and fast forward through it. And then it's like DVR. Remember, remember, do you remember the first like interaction you had with DVR where you could like pause or like watch something on demand and fast forward through the commercials? And that was like the best part of DVR. Nope. No offense. I mean, just never. <laughs> my family didn't have DVR, but my neighbors did. And it was game changing. Oh, dang. Um, yeah. I don't know Anyways. the last time I've actually watched TV. I, I haven't had, I've never, ever, as an adult, or basically not living at my childhood home, had mm. cable television. Never not? Mm. I've never had it. Oh. I've never once had it. I've never paid for a TV it's package. It's great. It's pretty bad. It's I'm been missing out on much. 12, you know, 12 years now. I mean, years. now it's got to be pretty nice, though, right? With, like, the advent of, like, the streaming boom. Not necessarily, like, Twitch, but, like, the, the package, like, Disney+, Plus, the, the Netflix, the Hulu, like, all of these shows moving. I mean, I pay, I pay, like, $90 a month on streaming services. Don't get right. me wrong. This D isn't dude, a, I don't understand. Like, subscription are eating me up. It's just, like, sometimes I go through and I go, like, yeah, I have, like, five... I have like ten. Really? I have like Are you still paying for those things? pandas? Uh, no. Uh, it's uh, it's still ice bears. Oh, I thought it was tigers. I thought I was already wrong. No, it used to be tigers, but no, no, no. It's not even. That's not what I care about. But like, in is, Germany, is that like factoring in? Worse. 
no, no, no. Uh-huh. It's more like, like, okay, so this the, Germany is completely destroyed in that regard. For some things, it's great. Like we have D A Z N, and you get all international oh, sports pretty not, much in yeah, one yeah. package, especially the American ones. For like ten bucks, I can watch everything, literally everything that we you would have in uh, premium po- uh, yeah. packages, right? But everything else, like if you want to watch Attack on Titan, and then I don't know, like uh, what's it, Demon Slayer? That's uh-huh. two different services. You each pay the ten bucks for a month. Really? And then you can't just you like subscribe have... to Crunchyroll or something. Crunchyroll is only on Hulu. Yeah. So yeah. Demon Slayer is on Hulu. Uh, Attack on Titan is on Crunchyroll. Dang, Fairy Tail is on too? Netflix. Uh, lots of yep. good anime on Netflix. Dang, they do a lot of good originals. There's this new one. Oh man, I forget what it's called, but it's about like a a con man, and they're doing these cons. It's really funny. Um, mm. Probably Dude, then, and really cool like art style. Yeah. Then, then like Zygor, like Zygor. You know, that- I still pay for <laughs> Zygor too, dude. I can't. <laughs> Dude, we should just list it out and just like marvel at our stupidity. I, I have it listed out. Listed out. If I take every monthly subscription that I have, um, that is like purely like edu or like infotainment type stuff, like mm-hmm. TV subscriptions, uh, podcasts, Patreon to things mm-hmm. or whatever else, it's about one hundred and ninety dollars for me. Yeah. Really? Damn. Yeah, it's just. And some of them you don't even use. Like I'm I re- guilty. I remember like there was some service. It was called like Anime on Demand. It like the the over like the the over, the UI was atrocious. The one thing it did was it delivered some top tier anime I forgot about. And then I went and split it with a student of mine so we could both watch it. And then I just forgot That's about. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's illegal. Actually, it's like the two uh, two accounts um, that you get by I, I mean, by doing that. Just morally. Uh, oh, well, I still pay for my entire family's Netflix. I'm the the guy that pays the account. By the way, I don't know how I walk into the room and nobody just immediately starts kissing my feet for having you pay paid for the Netflix, Netflix. For, for the last. You've five probably years, done dude. them enough psychological harm that that's the least you could do. Pay for yeah. the Netflix. I'm super grateful. They, they, they definitely carried me the last ten years. So be like <laughs> a right knobhead, but like, yeah, no. Um, but I, I gotta. I'll, I'll actually. It would be a fun thing. I don't think I will be uh, manage that to the next show. But at some point, I'll bring it up, and whatever I pay, I'll I'll just like put into savings, or will do like. I, I've intended to do some uh, get into paper training at, at first to just like see how it works and then paper training. It, it, I, I don't know. That's what we call when you like invest with non real money. Just to see if you would make the right decisions. Oh, oh, OK. I, yeah, okay. What is I was that? like, I know what you're talking about. Mm. Uh, right, but I, was I, like, don't, I don't know if it's so lost on what I'm just <laughs> waiting. Like, I really think that it stocks with monopoly money. I think, I think that Apple, you can charge like a hundred dollars a month for like the iTunes catalog. Oh yeah, probably. I would do that in a heartbeat. Really? New I don't movies, listen to music that much. Just, I mean, oh. and, and well, Apple, I mean, Apple isn't just, 
they make more mm-hmm. money from all their other that music is the least profitable or money generating part of iTunes. What's the most? Um, well, I mean, the app store uh, is, right. is insane. Um, but the like movies and TV shows does really well because they're on huh. so many platforms now. Wait, that would be nuts. If you think about it, like I would have to look at the products, but maybe you can just like, maybe that's your one-stop shop and actually it makes financial sense. Huh? That's yeah, that would be wow. Okay. I've I, like, when you n- named that number, I was like, no, that's think of like, it this way, this, dude. This guy's San Francisco money talking again, but Apple, nah, the make, Apple makes, app makes store makes more money every year than the iPad. Oof. I mean, that doesn't, is that, that surprising? I don't think so I mean, anymore. I'm numb to it, but like, I wouldn't even look at it at profit margins. It's just like the utility of like anything. And the, I think and they this also is not, shifted this is the not business a, model. This is not a new thing. This has been for five, okay. six years. Right. I mean, like, that's the same thing that uh, Amazon does with like their Kindle Fire tablets. Like you sell them almost at a loss, but then you assume that they buy into your whole system. But even right? then, Apple doesn't, right? Because they're still charging yeah. five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred dollars for an iPad. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like the the hardware is still you know premiumly priced. They've definitely brought iPad prices down. Like they have like three different versions of inexpensive iPads that are like three hundred to four hundred dollars now. Which, by the yeah. way, is the only way I can, like, I, I do all my Japanese now, like, on my iPad with my Apple Pencil, and it's, it's so good. They do, oh, yeah. they do yeah. handwriting recognition for Japanese to English. Really? Do they have you write the proper stroke uh, pattern, or do you have to do it in order, I guess? So, yeah, stroke order. Well, we, lo- yeah. we learn proper stroke, stroke order. I don't know if, like, the writing recognition does any Picks of that. that up. Um, but I also do perfect stroke order, so it's hard to tell if, Good it, on if it doesn't. So, you know, if you're going to learn that, learn it right. Hey? True. Honest to God. <laughs> you're not wrong. You know, taking our time. Katie and I are the dumbest, are the two dumbest in our Japanese class at this point. So we started with Japanese one and there was like 16 mm. people in there and about, yeah. Half of them had taken Japanese before or... Yeah, didn't you say you were taking like once. a extreme course or something? Well, we did, that was another mistake we made. Extreme. They do, they do an accelerated course where instead oh, of seven weeks, it was five weeks. And that was mm. dumb. But uh, they, they only do that for one and two. And then after that, everyone takes the same seven-week course. But... Uh. Uh, so we started out with like 16 and it's like survivor. We're just sort of Japanese five <laughs> and we're down to seven people and everybody else, like everybody oh, drops. My wife speaks Japanese uh, or, um, I speak fluent Chinese and I've been writing kanji for years and I, you know, have two Japanese roommates and whatever, or like, oh yeah, I took this all the way through Japanese, Japanese nine before and I'm doing it again. And then, so then Katie and I first timers we're the only two first timers left who have never learned the language before who have never done like our our kind of uh the exposure that we've had to japanese is basically like anime and j-drama right so then we're just like two weebs who also suck at everything everyone's like not needing like Every time we learn a new word and stuff, and then we go and do the grammar for it, we're like flipping through our books frantically trying to refine the what does that mean again and what does it do? And then like other people are like 
picking their nose and like checking their text messages while we look it up and we're, nice. the, we're the dumb ones but we're, gonna, mean, t- yeah. we're gonna take it again even if we pass we know it and we keep it going it i'm just gonna take it again from level one and make everybody feel like shit <laughs> <laughs> that's, i think that's the definition of like weird flex where it's yep. just like yeah i passed this class but i'm gonna take it again just to flex on you yeah that for, is hilarious for, for please retention. do that's, i mean to be fair not a terrible way to just refresh and you know get back in the swing of things and you know maybe learn or pick up some things that you may have forgotten but you know there's nothing yeah i get. i guess there is something wrong with like a, a nice ego stroke but i guess if you do it in a non-invasive way i think it's fine <laughs> just for yourself like ah yes i'm not the dumb one in the class anymore it's cool though. You should check out if you're like in a city hub or whatever or near one. You should see if there's any like language learning centers to, to the viewers, not to you guys necessarily. But because no. uh, we pay like we pay so for like a full you know seven week course or whatever, it's like two hundred bucks. And it's like for a full week for seven weeks. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Not at all. And then uh, our teacher does like supplemental one on one. Um, sessions that are an hour long for twenty five dollars an hour on top of that, which is a um, steal. I want to, I want to learn the mesh, um, yeah. language of mushrooms. Shut up! Like the drug? <laughs> no, like no, I <laughs> no, I want to, uh, I want to, like I don't know if there are any courses. My city might just be bougie enough to to have that, but like someone to teach me which ones are edible and to be able to go into the forest and pick some. That would, would be dope. So you want to become fungus? No, I want to eat them. Truffles. You should be a truffle hunter. Yeah. There you go. Do you know how much truffles money is nice. in truffle hunting? It's a like lot. a retirement yeah. pastime. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Can I? Should I tell a story right now? I'm going to tell a story right now. Uh. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, like this last year, I was exposed to a like three star Michelin restaurant. Um, Katie's parents took us and the kids out there. Um, they t- they had very it was uh, at French Laundry here in well not here but close in Sonoma, and we went and one of the options that you could add to your dish was um, you could either do I can't remember what it was some sort of I think risotto, or you could do a lobster ravioli topped in truffle. And that was like an extra 130 bucks. And again, we're not paying for a dime of this. Uh, our Patreons are. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not paying for a dime of this. But Katie's mom's like, you guys should get the truffle one. <laughs> we're like, okay. And so they come up and they open up like this box that's worth more than my house. And in it is just like this giant ass truffle. And they like expect us to like, and we didn't know what to do. We're like, and you're like, don't you have to pick it? No, 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 I'm, no, no there wasn't like multiple. They're just like, oh, open okay. it up and let you looked at it, look at it. Is this, is this like, a suit your preference, madame? I was like, wow, How did it smell? uh, like a truffle. I don't know, like kind of a kind of earthy rubber, earthy, mm-hmm. yeah, earthy okay. rubber truffle. So it smel- smells like it tastes okay. Smells, <laughs> I mean, I love like truffles, delicious, but <laughs> it is. 130. So they go and basically they take like a cheese grater and then they like, um, 
put it on top of your lobster risotto. <laughs> so, and we've never done this before, but I just let them put on as much as they want because this is expensive truffle. I'm not going to tell them like, I'm gonna say, no, go for it. But Katie yep. <laughs> thinks that she needs to tell them to say stop. Like like salt or pepper or something. She's like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's okay. And they just the guy just looked at her and went, mm-mm, and kept going on and on. <laughs> you paid for this. You're like, getting no, it. No, 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 no. You don't get to tell us when you're done with the truffle. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. I always feel weird when that happens, too. Like, I don't go out enough to, like, have that kind of experience. But, like, every so often I'll, I'll sit down and then somebody will, like, do you want cheese? I'm like, no, I'm good. And also, can I just do it? Like, this seems really yeah, just like leave dirty. The thing. Yeah, just put yeah. some Parmesan right there. Put some Newton Valley stuff yeah. right there. You got just... any like craft in the in the fridge in the back? Like, I'm good, dude. I don't need all this hand twirly bullshittery. I, my favorite thing is when when you when you are at like one of those where like you basically like they ask you if you want seconds, and it's like you know like it's because it's like some kind of like. Or you, you want the next... Because, okay, let's say you have different courses, right? There's very often, at least in our case, that, like, for instance, smaller people or women or, like, can't get all that food in them. So they're like, I'm good here, right? Okay. And my favorite thing, when someone asks me, are you ready for the next course, is to just look down at my belly and then look back at them. Go... What do you think? <laughs> I don't verbalize that, but like, it's just the message that, yeah, I'm always ready for food, my dude. I need to like, tell you, though, you have the same awareness of, say, of doing that as you do doing this. Like, true. You know, you know what's yeah. also down there, right? <laughs> like, you're just like, Not what wrong. do you think? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have the... Yeah, no, that's a piece. That's unfortunately not a PC. <laughs> Story. No, I can't tell it to you, but that's, that's <laughs> is, that a, is that a game night story? Yeah. That is a game night story. Like my my it's it's of my uncle who was a truck driver and didn't understand French and didn't know what he was talking uh, to people locally. Uh, the so. French don't understand French. <laughs> no, it was it was a hilarious story that he only realized what he did literally ten years after. So <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we wasted enough of your time, chat. Let's go. <laughs> and, and viewers, thanks again for hanging out with us on YouTube for the first time. Uh, let's actually talk about some, uh, some Overwatch stuff. And I think the big one that I want to talk about is um, saying oh what's the uh, damn it i had a clever way and i don't have it now so we'll say saying on zvita zane instead of all zvita zane not bad right nice. that's yes. that's german i don't know what what you said wanted to say but uh, <laughs> i had a, i think i had a clever way now? to say it and you know, <laughs> it's, got roots in german. it's german now we we accept it i i officially it well did it be. for the country of germany uh <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ons has retired, uh, which feels really mm. surprising to me. I did not see this one coming yeah. uh, at all. Uh, it feels like they had an amazing debut year in the Overwatch <laughs> League and should continue on doing so. But they are not. 
What is, I mean, what is, so number one, like, what are your reactions to Ons leaving? And number two, how does this affect how you view the San Francisco shot going into the 2021 season? Hmm. I'm, I'm still kind of, I guess not processing that seems way more dramatic than it, it really lets on. But let, we, we kind of have to be honest with ourselves regarding ons. Like, no. I, I really don't know if there are too many people outside of like Decay and a select few others that have shown this kind of potential to kind of like really dominate a game. Um, and it's not. It's not um, this grandiose like, oh, you're a really good DPS player and you perform well like. This is somebody who's putting up numbers that like bar absurdity or, or, or like near absurdity. Um, the notion that the game is getting more refined and thus hit scan or these dedicated hit scan roles can be mitigated. I, I think in general, I agree with, but when you have a player like an ONS, when you have a player like a Decay, like a KSP, for instance, it doesn't matter how much you think you can maneuver around and try to have these you know bulletproof rotations they're they're gonna find those openings that you know are consistent in human error and and, and abuse you and that's the type of player that ons was at this point <clears throat> so is it is it unfortunate that we're losing such a, a great talent yeah i I'd, I'd have to say so now within regards to the shock that I'm still kind of weighing out. I, I don't know if you have much more of an opinion on that. I, I think it would be, I don't think it's too hot of a take to say that it probably takes them down a little bit, but not by much. Like they have plenty of DPS players capable of filling shoes, but to fill those specific shoes might be difficult. Obviously, Glister is an obvious, you know, nod here that you could slot in and he'd do extremely well but can he dominate as much as somebody like an ons can or does he bring a different tool set that could also be valuable in its own way it's hard to tell yeah i think okay so this information was in the ether for a while and i was like you know rubbing my hands going like oh yeah like Okay, no, this sounds wrong, because I, I guess I should uh, start framing it this way. I have a soft spot for people with a story like Ants. People that really care, are excellent at whatever they do, and have one or the other thing in themselves that they need to slay first in order to uh, get there, or have succeeded despite those demons, right? Yep. That's why I always had a soft spot for um, the friend, for instance. Um, I know you talked about, a lot about Pine for a long time. I, I think yep. there was a specific interview that, that really kind of touched you, and, and in a kind yep. of a, a, a similar way, I'd say that Ons is not comparable to Pine, or, or yep. vice versa. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, these types of personalities, I would certainly, if... if uh, if you're an Overwatch Strictly fan, you probably don't know that person, but Regful was one of those uh, types True. of characters. And they have a special place in my heart. I, I feel protective of them. Um, 
because they have it hard and I want them to to succeed but I also want don't want them to suffer through whatever they're doing right so for someone like us to go out at that time is probably like it's like he could have like for absolute epic value could have uh, released that news like a week after the season ended I don't think he knew by then but like that would have been like peak epic just like you're a baller bro when I'm done Um, mic drop yeah um but theoretically speaking i had my concerns like having having already worked through the emotion of okay we're probably going to lose this play as well um next season then Mm. going like okay so the the good thing about this is is that you finally have something to point out to uh, towards the San Francisco shock that they're lacking sure striker has, has had a widow but how does that hold up um, now like there's there's a clear weakness Ants was incredible I don't really see how anyone steps up big time from the roster that they already have and then they signed Glister which I didn't know that was a possibility so now I feel like it's it's going to hurt I don't think Glister can be expected to have like the the absolute incredible peaks uh, on Widow that Ants had. Mm. Possibly close. I think in everything else it's over, dude. <laughs> in oh, everything yeah, else like, it's over. That's like, the like, only what I'm saying of... with Glister specifically. I'm not saying shock. I'm saying with every other hero pick theoretically, yeah. I think it's over. I think Glister has incredible talent i think we haven't seen uh half of what he's capable of and that is like i don't know i think that that's it's like it's weird to think because okay which player joined the shock that was already like absolutely one of the top tier guys before they received crusty's coaching like you could maybe like for crusty yeah, per- perceptionally, oh. it would maybe be like Rascal was probably holding high regards, but he was also benched on uh, uh, Spitfire uh, and then Spitfire didn't even play. Right. Striker. Striker had season one Boston, which yeah. was Krusty, so. Yeah, no. There's nobody, right? Violet, maybe? I don't think Violet was that that amazing at that time, or considered that amazing. I would say maybe we had good things to think about Choi at the time already. I would say so, but Choi um, Architect, those guys were not. I'm oh, biased. Twilight is the easy answer. Yeah, yes, no, Twilight is is the right answer. That's the uh, ding, 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 ding. Right, like that's the one guy. Uh, and of course, Violet. Is I, I didn't include oh. Twilight because they were only there for half a season. Right, right. But like my my idea is like. Okay, so you you brought all these relatively known names into absolute top tier elite world type of status. So what if your baseline is this guy is already like one of the better like A plus tier level players on a roster that supposedly wasn't as coached as well, even on a contenders team that probably wasn't coached as well. What can that guy with a higher base achieve? And I think like for me, other than possibly, let me think about this. Like from a base talent perspective, I think Architect is up there. Ans is certainly up there. But I, I, I think Violet is 
like you it depends on how you define talent because I think he's just like super mega hard grindy and that's a talent in itself but like I don't know like I I don't I don't know if any player that the sh that sh ever sh joined the shock other than twilight had a higher stepping stone moving up than like higher baseline to mm. uh, start from I think it's going to be unreal like in in terms of what Glister will be able to accomplish so uh in that regard I think they're already pretty covered uh, in that. They use a hell of a cool character, though. Um, yeah. Like, talk about, like, a cool as hell guy. To just, like, cool brands. Not really controversial in that regard. Um, I don't know. Like, that. that's... And then, of, of course, like, I, I hope it improves uh, his situation as well. Mm. Um, being able to cope... Uh, and maybe find things that are equally as satisfying and uh, as enjoyable while being able to um, not have the da down swings that he must have had uh, according to the, the uh, what, whatever the shock have been saying. So, mm. yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be looking forward to what Ants does next. Basically. Yeah. Can't, can't help but echo that same point. Hopefully, you know, he finds what he's looking for and you know, best best wishes. We uh yeah. we loved you while you were here. Type of deal. Yeah. Uh yeah. Let's uh uh man. Oh yeah, hey, this is this is something that we should probably talk about. Uh Baroy has found a new home with the Boston Uprising. Yeah. And people have asked. Is... They said, I wonder if it will uh make uh kicked go easier on Toronto in the twenty twenty one season. The answer is f no. Uh, I hope they get twenty first. I actually, I double down. Actually, uh, I hope even farther. I hope that they that they are so bad, they are so bad that mid season the Overwatch League adds a Toronto Defiant relegation clause, and we end up getting some great academy team playing in their place. That is my hope for right. the Toronto Defiant in twenty twenty one. Nice. Look at this witch over here trying to curse them. I mean, this is another move that gives me a weird twinge of confidence towards Boston where I'm like, okay, you're making some you're making some moves. I'm not ready to jump on board yet, but this this is definitely, you know, the wind is sailing in the right direction. Like this is this is a good sign. Um, yeah, I'm tentatively interested. Obviously, wish him the best of luck. Hopefully, he does very well there. Um, mm -hmm. Wish Boston nothing but the best, as well as any other team in the league. But except the defiance. Sure. Hope it's sure. The worst. I hope that when you ask for, uh, for them to stop giving you truffles, they actually stop giving you truffles. Mm. Wow. Defiant fans, <laughs> your truffle truffle I can't do it. Logic still there, doesn't work. It's uh, still a disciple of tracking. It's true. It's, it's been immortalized. Yeah, you need to you need to open up a prayer for the twenty you know twenty twenty one season for him. You know, might might have to might have to you know re erect the shrine, and or, uh, yeah, or you erect that shrine. Is so, that not what you do with a shrine? 
it is, but could use other words, I suppose. Isn't that the what you do with a sh shrine that entails the thing that usually erects? I'm gonna play the fifth on that one. <laughs> John, thanks for it. Fun, Let's dude. not use the word fun. erect in the episode. <laughs> We're on YouTube now. They're much better at like scraping uh, those they? terms. And yeah. Oh. Are you just uncomfortable and just saying they, that? They will erect a copyright strike or something against us oh. or something like that. Or <laughs> they might they might just erect a DMCA. Maybe they end up erecting a uh, not suitable um, for advertisers. And then we have to direct our ads to our patrons. Do you think they think water bottle drinking is rude? <laughs> <laughs> the way that you do it? Yeah, they might. <laughs> no reason. No reason. Just asking. Uh, yes, Boston, best of luck. Continue moving, please. Let's go, Boston! I believe again. I'll bust out my shirt. I've got it over... Uh, what Boston shirt did you buy? Season Striker? one. Remember when they came up very early season one with the gray shirts? They were Everybody's was gray, and then they had the logo uh, on the front, and that was... Vaguely. And then the... The text logo on the back. Hmm. I have a Boston Uprising shirt of that. Just like no no player. No, it's like a, it's a t. -shirt. It's just like a just a oh, t, it's a t for t -shirt. the team. Yeah. Right. So right. when I said t-shirt, I actually meant t-shirt. Do you pretend like I listen to every word you say? You don't listen to me anymore. Ain't that the case? I think that that's I a conversation <laughs> that we should have right now. <laughs> Let's have it. Well, okay, let me right let me get my Ritalin to be like, yeah, no. Wait, did you just out that you take Ritalin? I don't. Do you? Uh, do I mean, you, I didn't really care if you did. I just are you funny. are you somehow implying that I am too long winded? No, no. I'm, what <laughs> I'm saying from, is my coming from brain you? is two squirrels trying to bury okay. nuts they will never find again. All right. Oh, there's the German and squirrel meat. Therefore, I'm unable to. Okay. Listen to people for an extended amount of time. Apologies. Was I accepted. the one? Was I the one that asked you to have your friend say squirrel? I think that's the thing with uh, Germans that they're yeah yeah you can't say squirrel to, yeah squirrel squirrel can you say <laughs> penguin penguin yeah penguin's fine yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch can't say penguin really really what does yeah he say? he's he's like is penguin ping ping isn't he like English. He is English. Is he English? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Regardless, or tangential thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, where were we going with that? Oh, yeah. So, Boston. This is a signing yeah. that makes a lot of sense uh, for me for Boston. Broy, like, always seemed like somebody who could bring a lot of value to a team's roster via stats and analytics. And Boston feels a lot more like a value-based organization um in that you want to you know find that number where you underpay and overperform not like underpay but like you know what i'm saying right uh and i feel like Broy would be really good at that and i feel like defiant just didn't do enough good scouting and i think that boston has shown in the past that they they can you know scout and get some really great players whereas for sure toronto it was man you know it was just kind of like uh 
academy graveyard and of Western players. And I don't know what that strategy was or looked like. Or At least for 2020. Was, but yeah. Should yeah. I, I, it's almost to me, it's a return to the roots for the uprising because, okay, let me draw the parallels and maybe I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, taking it too far, but they kept their mm. hybrid roster. Um, I actually haven't watched WGS enough to be able to um, to really assess like what whatever that um, team looked like in terms of like how well coached it was. But certainly the aura surrounding uh, um, Lori is like uh, almost like that's that's the next big Korean coach coming into the league. Really? And then you know who. So they had Krusty, of course, in season one. You know who they also had? Gunba. Gunba. You know who's also pretty much in, interestingly similar to Gunba? Baroy. Is Baroy. So in that regard, I feel like the similarities uh, are there. Kept the hybrid roster. Um, I don't think too many other parallels. Like, I think they don't have, they, they're not really going to get like any super underestimated players uh, additionally I think that those were rather players like that were known to be good so that's a departure I suppose but like yeah I don't know like this is uh, what's this my bad <laughs> my bad <laughs> merge the end I thought I thought it like the curtain was being pulled on me um, <laughs> you know wrap it that's, up, a, that's wrap a really it up. good idea but no that was just <laughs> me hitting the buttons wrong <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I think um, this is going to be interesting. Like, what Boston will be able to do, I already ranked them, was it 7th or 8th in NA? Yeah, so I think 7th. Should be interesting. Out of yeah. 13 or 12? 13. 13? Yeah. So, middle. Upper, upper yeah. lower half. Okay, this, mm, I'll ask this later. Because I'm not sure if this is if that that thought's necessarily stream ready yet. Um, but with regarding to kind of what you're saying about like Gunba and Boston and Baroy, um, this is I I definitely kind of resonate with that idea of this team returning to the roots because not only does this team at least historically have a good record, you, we can we can poop on the Boston Uprising all we want performance wise. That that's that's out in the open, and we do. There's, we we definitely do right. But what you can't take away from them is they do scout well. They, they, they're probably one of the only teams throughout these four past four years or three, depending on how you view this next season, right? If we're going into it or, you know, regardless. What they do well is that they scout incredibly well. Um, sometimes they miss. They, they have plenty of misses, but they seem to hit in particular areas, be it main tank, be it flex support. Those are the two ones that I really give credit towards whoever scouting for this team, whether it was Gunba, you know, Huck, whoever, you know, have to give credit where credit's due. Um, and, and in that same way, I think Baroy definitely has that same kind of eye where he'll just rattle off a bunch of names that you really have. You, you may have heard of, but he, he kind of holds in like a weirdly high regard. Um, so I think if they wanted to continue with that in the future, I think that plays within their wheelhouse really, really well. Um, thinking back to 2019 Toronto Defiant, obviously Broy worked with that team as well. 
had a lot of potential stars, had a lot of potential on that team. Obviously, now some of that is either still within or rejoining the league, namely Yakpong, Ivy, you know, people that are going to do well. The Toronto Defiant had and let go. Whether it's mismanagement, what have you, can't really comment on it. But that kind of attribute now can be applied, I think, with what evidence we have seen. Um, can be can be given to the Boston Uprising now moving forward as long as, you know, the two parties stay together. And I think it's a weird kind of fit. So it's a it's a good fit. It seems to work. They they both like align with each other very well, I think. Um, at least from the outside looking in, I have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. But it, again, it's a it's a it's an interesting vote of confidence. It's a move that you know, no broy, no he does good work. Boston Uprising needs somebody in that not front office, but needs that that front office team to be a little bit more solid and and kind of lead this team to some wins. Because let's face it, they have the players to be able to at least to get some wins, namely Myunbong. Now we've got soon stand one coming in. I think is going to I think be surprising. I am thirty seven. I'm a little gun shy on just because of his last performance within the league but interested to be proven wrong punk absolute stud last season thought he was a a big reason why they came in and had that little brief moment of success um boston looking looking pretty nice um i'm you know maybe not playoffs but a step in the right direction for sure yeah um there's at least one more team i want to talk about this week and that's the London Spitfire who have uh, kind of solidified up their roster as far as we know um, uh, to this point. Let's take a look at this here. Um, hybrid, Sparker, uh, Blase, um, Hattie, Molf, Ripa, and Kellex. Nuki did not oversell this roster. Nope. But nope. not... Not bad. It's I don't not think a bad this team roster. will be bad. If anything, I think I get I get Valiant vibes from this roster. Um, not only because they're led by a former Valiant coach um, and, and yep. reprise, but because this team is very likely to overperform what people are, are estimating them. Now, I will say, I think there are plenty of, you know, contenders heads who are overestimating them. Um, yes. And and just thinking that they're going to crush everybody and, and running with the narrative that for a long time, um, there have been contenders teams that can compete and, and probably were better than Overwatch League teams, which is true. This season in particular, however, things are a little bit different. I'm not saying that they're going to be last by any means. I, I do think they're going to overperform like the general consensus on how strong the, this team is in the general populist view i think i agree but i am i i would i, I don't know i i feel like i need to temper expectations you know seeing some of these comments regarding like the, the the legacy of british hurricane and whatnot like yeah of course like you have to give them credit they dominated domestically incredibly for a long time moving into the overwatch league it's a, it's a different, different game. Level of competition yeah, it's a whole different game and and, yeah. and that's not even if they don't, so Yiska, where did you have him in your power rankings? Um, 
I think uh, 11th in NA. 11th in NA. Where would you have him like overall if he had Globally. to just ballpark it right now? Like what, 17, 18? Yeah, 17. I think that they're going to outperform that a little bit. I really do. Yeah. Just like on the face of it, I think that they're going to outperform that a little bit. But I think it's also, even if they don't, even if that is what they come down to, that is not a, a bad season uh, by any means for Nuki oh. and her staff. Um, I think that that would be right in expectations. I would hope that would be right in with what they planned on spending there. And it, it's very clear that especially in contenders, there are a lot of people who are a fan of these players and a fan of these rosters. And I think yep. that that also plays into their favor. The London Spitfire are set up to succeed in this season, not because they put together the best winning roster, but because mm -hmm. they put together, um, A, number one, they were super transparent about it. Number yep. two, they built a grassroots organization that I think really honors the competitive Overwatch landscape and the people who have really fed it and nurtured it when everybody else is watching... Uh, the like I don't want to call it like nepotism, but you know what we kind of saw in, in, in on a few teams in in coaching and GM roles mm -hmm. of uh, that kind of like it's not how good you are, it's who you know type thing. That sure. is not what this is, and that is not what this team is, and that's not what it stands for. And I'm really excited for. Um, I think that they are a team that can do well. I think that they've got a few aces up their sleeve as far as ways that they could. Not just like, you know, finish, oh, you know what, we're gonna, we finished 16th um, or 15th. Like, there, there are some ways where I think that this is a team that, you know, like, finds a way to squeak up to 12. Because I think that some of these other franchises are, are a little weak and are um, a little set up to, to, like, you know, it just takes that one thing to throw them off and then they're off. Yeah. And so... To kind of... I th I'm, I'm really excited about this team and not again, not because I think that they're going to be a playoff team, not because I think mm. they're going to win the league, but I feel like this, this roster really respects competitive overwatch, even as a team that is lower half. Yep. I, I think that's, that's very well said. Like I, I remember now I, I think it kind of fell on deaf ears on my end with like the crusher 99, you know, hype video coming into the league and, you know, the ups and downs of a professional career. But I, I really do look at the London Spitfire and the British hurricane and everything that, you know, cloud nine and, and obviously Guinevere capital, you know, now with these days, um, what they've created, what they're operating right now, I think is definitely true to the spirit of that video true to the spirit of overwatch um and in that way i i do think that this team is kind of the torchbearer uh, of an eu renaissance in a way um I, I look at this this team in the same way my league of legends history is not as well versed as others so forgive me if this is not or, or lands poorly but i i look at this team as as the kind of spearhead to see a potential EU final push. Like in a few years, if if this continues its course and they have this this grassroots contenders, you know, trickle up system, and they can properly scout talent, and they have done so in the past. And this roster is the the fruits of that effort. I see the London Spitfire returning to 
the finals in, I'd say, three to four years. And, and I am willing to probably place a bet on that. I, I, I think that... Are we going to be doing this show in three to four years, guys? I would hope so. I'd like to do, I'd like to do so, but... Um, hopefully, as as long as Overwatch is around in three to four years, but I'd be thirty five, thirty four to thirty five. Wow. I'm not in my forties yet, so I might. Is that is forties <laughs> when you're your hanging it up? Yeah, I probably would want some either like backroom producer deal, or I'm going to an insurance company and just sell my morals for <laughs> a healthy chunk of change. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think, somebody, um, somebody, keep track of this bet. Say, remind me in four yeah. years yeah. to, and then um, see how the London Spitfire are doing, and also see if we're still doing a show. And just tweet at me at Kick Tripod. I promise I won't change it. I, I, I believe in that. Like they have, they're, they're sowing the, the land right now. This is this is like a building year. And that kind of aligns with a lot of the tempering of the expectations, you know, kind of not going budget, but playing within their means, realigning success and redefining it to, you know, their own means. Still investing in contenders, still investing in Overwatch. You know, if this game is still around, and hopefully it is, knock on wood, but I, I think they're doing it right. And, and there's going to be fruits to come from that. If not this season, in the next and the next and the next, as long as the, the, the system and the mechanics of this, this team and this you know, organization continues for it. I truly believe that hundred percent title is in their future. Not, I mean, distant, but not too distant. Good, uh, good blueprint to follow. I think for blueprint esport. <laughs> I can honestly say the only team I'm not excited about, the mm -hmm. Toronto Defiant. <laughs> there you go. Oh, God. That's the only thing. You excited about Vancouver? You know, Vancouver... <sighs> they didn't fire Baroy, did they? <laughs> they no, they just kind of fired the no, most they... beloved team in the world, but yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk. I'm a, I'm a Minnesota Wild Hockey fan, so I try not to say the word Vancouver. And I try uh, not to think about right. Vancouver. There you go. That works. And, uh, you know, it can, it's, which is ironic because the company that I work with now is based out of Victoria, based which is Vancouver. right outside of Vancouver. Just a ferry right mm. away. Um, but, you know, Vancouver isn't paying me. <laughs> Victoria is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. The... the 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 Titans have done nothing to personally offend me. Right. Is I think where I'm at right now. Hire Yiska and then fire him and then we'll Yeah, right. Then we'll have some personal grievances <laughs> to, to play yeah. off on. And then you will know the wrath. Um Okay. Speak speaking of Vancouver though. All right. What a what a bizarre team. We haven't really talked what about a... Vancouver, how have we? I mean, you know what? Is there much to talk about? Uh, you know, like whether intentionally or not, I haven't even really looked at Vancouver. Let's talk about this a little bit. Dalton, Linkser, Teru, Shredlock, FRD, Rolf, and Fire. 
and they have Flubby. Did they just take and, like the scrim squads from other teams and just make an Overwatch League <laughs> team out of this? I don't they understand. have it's it's a bizarre team because there's a lot of individual pieces that I like. Like I th- I remember seeing Dalton and Contenders doing well. Obviously, links are uh, not much needs to be said there. I like fire. I I believe yeah. I've seen Tyro around every once in a while, but which is weird, I, right? What, what? Why is an O2 blast? What's an O2 blast player doing here? That's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I'm pretty sure they just like missed on their first two, first two, six ch- chance on a flex yeah. CPS, which to be fair, a lot of teams definitely didn't get their first, second, third pick this season. And then it's just where it landed, right? Um, I also heard the, uh, different names connected to that org. I think they were uh, like in negotiations or uh, interested in two other plays that were then eventually signed with um overwatch league teams so it it, it makes sense that they just got re, uh, way down the totem pole in terms of um like their priority picks do you think that that regarding the priority picks um we've obviously seen teams primarily the san francisco shock kind of stepping out in and really forming their own value as an organization and and kind of creating i think a narrative that that you just have been kind of um dancing around for a long time is that you know good systems attract good players it doesn't necessarily have to be money it can be other you know forms of attraction in a way um on the flip side of that is there any semblance or any weight to the idea that with the way that the runaway situation was handled may have dissuaded Korean players from, from joining the Titans. Is there any consideration of that? I mean, first off, you got to be able to support that from a coaching staff perspective. I also sure. uh, definitely think that it's probably a consideration. Uh, although, hmm, sometimes I fa- think like after a specific tragedy strikes, that plays sort of like, you know, like a... Um, a corner store that gets robbed is probably the most secure afterwards because like you take measures in order to okay, make sure to sure. never get robbed again, right? right? So I'm not sure if, if any measures were taken, if uh, lessons were le- learned or quite. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just... I, I, I don't want to interpret anything into whatever is happening there um, based on that. Yeah, I could imagine that that's the case. I don't know if um, it's going to be uh, a future problem for them. I think they did overperform expectations last season already. I think they failed to, um, in terms of like, uh, with their rebuild. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, um, I think they failed to uh, secure the, the win condition that they had by... Uh, not yeah. getting shockwave uh, for another year. I mean, that was that was a tough ass. To be fair, I like, I, I don't understand why you have to rush to sign Shredlock and Rolf in the early off season when you must know that this is like the season where talent is still being disseminated around. I think they negotiated that last season already. Did uh, they? I, mean, mm. I think. I guess I could look. I think that Shredlock? that was. Yeah, because they both were signed in the original squad, right? 
to to replace the previous Titans, right? Yeah. Suppose it's, suppose it's possible. Were they on like a one plus like, or yeah, one plus one, and then wasn't Shockwave just on again, a one? I don't know the formalities here. of what you can and cannot do. Right. between like a commitment to like signing them to a one plus one versus signing to the rest of the season with the promise of signing next season or like this is the plan right. this is the offer like there's at least in like traditional sports there's definitely a lot of um there's definitely a lot of room for negotiation and other ways to Oh, sure. uh, to to you know have a contract outside of just one plus one two plus right. one blah 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 yeah yeah I mean we even know this with Overwatch League players you know uh, signing contracts based on business class for flying which oops yeah. <laughs> that didn't <laughs> that ended up going uh, in the way of uh, teams I think they went out on that one <laughs> to buy yeah, like that. yeah buy three flights um but you know there's there's a lot of different ways that you can um, negotiate contracts in the Overwatch League. And mm -hmm. in the same way, the fact that these players were signed and re-signed so early to me, and again, no inside information. No, you like, make a good point, though. If, if Benchmob sure. was here right now, he'd be saying, John, you f***ing idiot, shut up. Um, but, but, like, this feels like something to me that was that that was predetermined, and that's why it was decided it was so, so quickly. fast. Versus, like, I mean, this is the future right. of the organization! So... The one thing that speaks against it is what Eric pointed out, like being like, okay, they activated the plus one, so they took up the contract option. You can, of course, during the season, as for instance, Andy Miller has talked about, sign new contracts during the season with existing talent that you have. Therefore, mm -hmm. that would then have to say, okay, um, sign to a, an existing contract. Now, what could happen is that what John said isn't isn't wrong it's just not contractually obligation a contractual obligation but like a handshake agreement at the end of the or, a, or a late into the season going like you know we want you to back next year in which case that's entirely not better at all <laughs> like and i don't that's know if, where can i can i give you my tinfoil hat theory right this is a franchise in waiting this is like so i've i've been at a company before uh, mm -hmm. that was, wasn't sure if they were going to keep making products or sell, sell, sell. Mm -hmm. What do you do at that point? You minimize costs, do your bare minimum, get put together a team. We aren't seeing a whole lot of marketing. We aren't seeing a mm -hmm. whole lot of communication. We aren't seeing uh, very exciting signings and, and not even that the players aren't exciting, but like build the hype, like the, just the, you know, the, um, the intention around building hype and excitement around your roster to me feels like a front office slash ownership team going, we're not out because we either can't or we're, we're just not ready yet, but we're, we're chilling. Yeah. It does. Let's wait until Overwatch, like what, what's the point of, you know, investing a ton here and winning a championship if Overwatch 2 sucks yeah. or whatever else. Um, mm. We never end up doing uh, lands again because COVID is permanent and is going to keep adapting forever and we're never going to go it's outside real, again. But, yeah, like, it's I, real. I don't... Good point. <laughs> I just, I, like, there's a part of me that this is the one team that I look at um, that, not the one team, but this is a team what? that I look at and say, like, what are they? What are they doing what if, here? 
what if we all get the vaccines and everyone gets the superpower or like everyone gets the superpower of teleportation and then everyone can set their tinder range to infinite that's Nobody's why, really working anymore. That's then, why right? in my tactical crouch um, contract, I negotiated business class flights and business class teleportation. So, right, yeah, yep. Why do you put up with us, chat? With with analogies <laughs> like that, like why are you here? I, I wonder that. I'm gonna appear behind the curtain, just ask y'all, like, why did you buy tickets? You know, there's yeah. literally this 103 people here right now. Y'all, yeah. y'all crazy. Love you, but wow. I enjoy the support though. Thank you. <laughs> the guests. <laughs> they just said like they're just like for the guests. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's the guest boys. It's oh, the guests. That's, that's 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 one of the ones that has so much truth to it that that's you the, know it hurts the, a little bit by it's heart. The knife. Like, ow. The twisting aye, knife. Aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. The twisting knife. Oh well. Joke's on you because you're still here and there's no guest dipshit. No guest. <laughs> I, I mean you knew we announce it when there's a guest. Um, if you bring in the same money coming in fifth as you do coming in 20th, why invest? I mean, you're not wrong. That's not totally wrong. Yeah. There, I mean, in like traditional sports, there's always just like these giant waggling gray haired white guy penises flopping around and they just want to show everyone how huge it is. But in esports, that isn't quite the case yet. Mm. Yet. Yet. So, anyways, there goes our it, monetization for the yeah, game. right. <laughs> the, to your point, though, I I could see this this team selling at some point if they don't really kind of start to have a vision because it is very in in the most literal and figurative way out of touch. Where it's like even some of the stuff that I'm seeing, it, it's just like, but why? Who asked? If somebody from the Vancouver Titans are listening to this right now, front office, owner, I don't care, whoever, we are so confused by what you are doing with your organization that we think that you might be positioning to sell. Yeah. Mm. That should kind of tell you a lot. I, I'm not... I, I see the eyes, but I'm not... I'm not sure what the, they mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I'll refrain from talking about it because that's fair. Um, that that's not to to say that, like I think someone in my position, like whatever I say, would just assume I have a background knowledge um, that I don't want to like give away at this time. Um, that doesn't mean that. By the way, just to give you a scenario, that doesn't mean at all that this is sort of like yeah, it's happening because it sure. could very well be the case that I know knew that they tried to throw tons of money around in the in the league and just didn't get anyone because of their reputation totally. right very very possible that that's also the case that 100%. is the case and again and that's why i want to be very clear i'm not saying you're not trying or you're quitting yeah. it's that's what you look like mm -hmm. and it's that's not it's not difficult to battle those perceptions if like mm -hmm. let's say for for uh let's just say yiska is exactly right and they tried to throw a bunch of money around they couldn't. People didn't want to go to a team that it's as volatile. They're obviously uh, the ownership is uh, really under scrutiny from the Overwatch League team. They got offers from better things, and they're just like, "This is the best that we could get. And we could sign." That's a video. <laughs> that's that's a tweet longer. That's a Reddit thread. That's 
uh, that's content. That's something that you are obligated to create. And I mean that. You're obligated to create that. If that's the case. And if you're not, mm. you're not very good at running this organization. And you should rethink it. I would transparency. Agree. When has transparency like that ever hurt organizations or uh, individual content creators? Can't really think of one. I think you get pushback, but you get pushback. You might get people unhappy yeah. with it, but that's better than nothing. Which you know, again, I think that it also aligns a little bit more with like they're like looking at a way out. Is feels like it. That's the only. That's the only reason when you wouldn't be like, you know what? We uh, decided that these players are the players that we want to go with the year before we sell. Like that type of transparency yeah, yeah. is obviously awful for Overwatch League, for your organization, for the players themselves, and and you you bury that. Yep. But then the assumption is, is when you're burying, when when you are saying nothing, the assumption is that you're burying bad news. Yep. So it's. Again, again, it's it should be no shock, or or it it should say something to any of the viewers or the listeners that like you kind of forget about the Titans. What have they done? What have they really? I mean, like, yeah, Linkser's cool. I, I get it. I I see where everybody you know he's very likable. You know, big anime. You know, good player by a sizable metric, but that can't be your brand right like that that's that can't just be it that's yeah it, it feels weird it feels just like great, I, I, I hope they do well but <sighs> just like the great american f- high school football film with denzel washington will Patton, wood harris ryan hurst remember the titans i want to remember the titans oh see i'm i'm a remember the titans remember them because i don't no remember them remember see or uh stage one stage two oof season my heart breaks uh stage playoffs (laughs) remember the titans they had it they could have they could have rode off into the sunset and just been fantastic but unlucky i guess i don't know is it only Twilight that's currently on the team? Slime. Slime as yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I mean, that's also kind of a, a sign of the times and a sign of Overwatch as well. Won't, <laughs> you know, get on my soapbox, but. Yeah. Yeah, Soman 2. That's true. That's true. Soman 2. Oh, well. yeah. Soman 2. Yep. Yep. Good one chat. So three. That's not that bad. Oh, I guess you could bad, say not great. Guess you could say repel, but come on. Yeah, that didn't really count though, did it? Yeah. No offense to. Yeah. But yeah. Wait, isn't No. That's right. Janu was with Justice. Justice, yeah. Yeah. Stitch. Same. Yep. Hoxel's gone. So far, Hoxel's gone. Bumpa gone. Yep. Yep. We have a very unique problem that I, I at this point I don't know that Blizzard knows how to fix. Yeah, 
We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully we can we can kind of stop the bleeding because yeah, no, that's we're we're hemorrhaging a lot of history. We gotta, we gotta, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's it's it's hard in in esports in general at the moment to like amass oh, sure. long long term fandom and it takes like special people. And there's also the draw from streaming is ever so present, hundred percent, and. Yeah, we got to figure it out. Like honestly, like a lot of a lot of attention is just drawn to streaming at the moment. It's just I think more... there are elements from that that we can adopt to esports just as a whole. Because right. I don't think this is a specific Overwatch problem. I think it's I think it's a problem in Overwatch at the severity and the frequency yep. that it happens. Um, yep. I I don't find it all that bizarre that CS is having such a, a a wake up in terms of you know mental health and burnout and whatnot. Um, I it happens everywhere, but we have it particularly bad. Why, you know, uh, you know why? At least from my perspective. Yeah, I wonder. Like maybe my perception of who Overwatch fans are is completely off. But in my mind, it's like we have a demographic that's just so done with having like super crisp and like professional production and be wowed that way um it's almost like we are even less up for that than other scenes like csgo would be and um mm. like League of legends would be maybe that's an age thing maybe that's just the type of people they are i hey. think there's something about tone to be said like i, I yes. don't know where where to said uh overwatch options but i think in general we're in a time where we're like super fed up with like just being fed brand marketing oh for sure like having overused adjectives meaningless like pristine nature everything polished rehearsed that type of stuff is just it's just done and now we mm. got to find like new interesting stuff that looks has a charming unprofessionalism about it that's still somehow monetizable uh, towards like that demographic because we don't want to be so serious about everything. Oh, hundred percent. I, I think esports in general is facing like an, a seriousness crisis in that way where it doesn't need to be all that serious, but when it is serious, it should be treated serious. Yeah. When it's not and you can be charming, 100% go for it. And I feel like that's where at least the league has shifted towards mm -hmm. um, with, you know, obviously the, 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 the first edition of Watchpoint coming out very, very casual, very not super serious, very conversational, lots of banter, lots of skits. You know, it, it was very accessible in a lot of ways, which is great. I think we deserve we probably need that back. And I think it would be um, a good uh, kind of step forward especially with the overwatch league content creation um but i think a lot of crossover fans with overwatch into league or overwatch into cs i think they see some of the or overwatch into valiant or valorant rather um i i think they see the big grandiose like performances and these big like trailers and hype you know the, these things that generate hype and and i I, I think I speak for a lot of people that they look at that and say like, oh man, I wish we had that. That'd be kind of cool. Like you, you can already start to piece together all the Overwatch League like lore and legends of, you know, whatever, what have you. 
I, I think they look at that and go, yeah, I like our charming, you know, bantery stuff, but that'd be kind of cool. That'd, that'd be nice. That'd, that'd be sweet. And it's not like Blizzard can't do it. They could do it, but I don't know. Just weird. I could almost do a whole episode, so I'm not going to talk about it now, but I think that Overwatch League has a real identity crisis in their content. And I mean that at the individual level, the player level, um, and then as well as at the league level, because there's been a lot of really shitty content that has gotten incredible amounts of views. Uh, there's oh, a lot sure. of pristine content. Some of the best content that the league has had that it was really Flops. under, yeah, really uh, under consumed. Um, and I, I have my own thoughts about why that is but we're not going to do that today i think this feels like a pretty good episode back yeah i just so. got the horse gentlemen the 2021 horse to a new year the horseman the horse Man wasn't it the, the first that, episode we did this year to the horse uh i don't think so wasn't kenobi start of the year i'm not sure I don't remember. Anywho, it I could would, it barely been... remember what day it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I can't remember if it was the thirty-first or the first that oh. we did the Kenobi episode. Yeah. Welcome. We can't yeah. remember what day it is. We're happy to have you, though. What is even time? It's a construct. It really is. Meant to uh, steal uh, farmers to do crops and oh. uh, tell Yiska when to sleep. That's all time. True. Is. All um, relative, you know? Anyways, uh, chat. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. A lot of people came in um, with com uh, positive comments about being on YouTube. I kind of liked it. Uh, also, kind of insane how many of you actually came in and and, and tuned in to yeah, watch this live. Yeah, a lot of first time. A lot of a lot of people jumping in chat you know that that was super cool to see so yeah so YouTube got comfy yeah it was it was kind of nice there's a lot i have to learn about the platform um but got a little candle lit you know got some got some fans in the chat i got dude i have candles on deck we got this guy throw that over there hopefully that doesn't break we got this guy you know candles are too like expensive i see I, I this is the perks of having a sister she doesn't like the smell I just get them and I light them in, you know, get it's to just, have a yeah. non, I'm like, non fan stench room. I'm a diffuser kind of guy. Oh, that's true. Too bougie I, for me. Like it's way cheaper, way oh. cheaper. And you I can guess you have to get like the, the kit though first. Well, I mean, you, you spend $20 on the diffuser itself, right. and then you just buy the oils that you like. Yeah. Oh, that's really easy. You never have to mess up. Never have to mess up. I don't like the smell of this candle, or True. I forgot to blow out this candle, and now the whole candle's gone, or right. anything else like that. Or like, oh shoot, that was a great candle. I wish I had it more. But there's something like homey about like having just like a little campfire. I don't know. No, no disagreements. No disagreements there. Uh, chat, thanks again so much for hanging out for all of you who uh, tuned in for the show today. Big thank you to our patron producers. Refined Bean, Ferdino, Pin, Battle Crab, Lotion, Reg Zane, Audio Compass, Kasha67, Sharp, Picasso, Nathan, Misery, Hunter, Tain, Fable, Steven, Roger, Bio, and Chris are 34444. Horby, on our list of this podcast, we'll send the toilet in the shower with the Give Yiska, Peace Camper, Anxiety Pokemon, Sir Girthalot, Bronze Bot, Boo How, Evan, and Alex S. Uh, thanks so much for your support. If you like the show, please go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. 
Um, you can also support us on Twitch by going to Twitch and subscribing there. That's where I do my personal podcasts. And we may be back there for Tactical Crouch, or maybe we'll go to Volumels, or maybe we'll go to Yiska's. I don't know anymore. What What is huh? this reality? I don't know. Life. Why would we go back to mine anymore? Um, I don't want it on my I'm... personal... I don't, why should it be on my personal channel? Um, it just <laughs> makes my numbers look bad when I actually do stream, and I'm all depressed. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, you can still go there. Otherwise, patreon.com slash tactical crouch is a great way to support the show for as little as a dollar a month. And if you're like, you know what? I don't want to give you guys money. I don't blame you. I don't give a lot of... I consume a lot of content, and I don't give 90% of them money. And that's totally okay. Uh, but if you do still want to find a way to support, besides, you know, following the channel, subscribing on YouTube, uh, following twitter.com slash tactical crouch, underscore crouch, sorry, tactical underscore crouch, and all of us individually, uh, you can leave a five-star iTunes review. And that's totally free. And that does help a ton for getting um, recognition, for getting up in the algorithm when people search for Overwatch or Overwatch League, mm -hmm. uh, they find our podcast earlier and easier. So uh, that's a great way to do that. Uh, big thanks again to everyone for hanging out. Um, Yiska, shoutouts for the week. Where can people find you? Um, well, as always, I do like Jujuricon uh, stuff there. Um, really working on more like things that will be going long term staying true to overwatch was uh with the video features for now as well is my understanding we're um like the interview that i did is going to come out probably this week was a sweet interview uh i think that one will also be pretty it, it was spicy i think in in some regards uh had a great time like just so much content that we gotta sift through so this will take some time um, yeah, and then maybe some other surprising stuff this week. We'll see. Cool. Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, I don't know. Uh, got some writing I need to do. Um, I was kind of thinking about this earlier. I want to shout out people rather, um, and, and direct, you know, point points and fingers to where people can, can maybe consume content that might be, you know, up their alley. Um, instead of just shilling for myself, um, go go watch uh, Dogman's new show, his his podcast. I think that's you know doing well. So go show him some love. Um, any anime viewers in chat, um, go check out Bonsai Pop for uh, some some interesting breakdowns of some older you know older and some newer shows. Go check that out. Um, and yeah, go uh, go support the the lovely content people in the Overwatch space. Go 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 show some go show some love. Go go leave a like if you haven't in the past. You know, yeah, get, get some get some love going. Definitely do. Uh, sweet. As for me, um, you can find me streaming at Twitch.tv/kicktripod or uh, on YouTube at YouTube.com/kicktripodyt. We will be, uh, I post some stuff there from time to time. Other than that, uh, just chilling. Uh, the Shadow Priest in our raid group, I'm like hitting my, I'm hitting like 90 plus parses. So I'm purple and orange parsing all my parses. But the, uh, everybody else has kind of passed me up an item level. So I'm sitting at 200 and these guys are at like 205, mm -hmm. 206. And so I'm like, 0.2k behind them and so i'm streaming some more overwatch league or not overwatch uh sweet more world of warcraft trying to catch up on some of that gear 
And then they just announced that our legendary is changing. Oh, really? Oh, they, what? they did the Sims wrong, and Talbadar's stratagem is a better is a better uh, legendary for raiding. <laughs> this idiot just got his. <laughs> they just announced it in the Warcraft Priest Discord uh, today. It's so funny. Uh, still, uh, Eternal Call of the Void is still better for dungeons and other content. Right. Okay. So. That's all I care about. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I think at least as far as I understand it, it is. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be updated in the next couple days to know what's going on. By the um, way, yeah. guys, look in the group chat. I don't know what this is. You seen this? Uh -oh. This is me on my 188 priest diffing Kenobi with his 195 whatever priest. Get me! Oh, dude. <laughs> what did you What did you pop at 1845 or 1914? probably just a huge pull might have been the uh oh yeah the room before last boss you know the big one i don't know which one this is oh is this uh, halls yeah i think it is oh it's the Based pull on the right icons. before the last boss with the ghosts yeah i think i pulled like a ton and he just nuked him and kenobi went you know like where the ghosts turn into the little oh yeah right. yeah got it yeah yeah Still working on my hard character. It'll be up soon, hopefully. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of passion up, projects. Hey, look, I, I'm up. trying to get. I'm trying to PvP gear. I'm trying to level. You know, it, it's oh, gonna God take a bit. I'll be. I'll be God done. You know, next next raid tier. I think I'll be. I'll be ready. Uh, Arkin about spike drop. Spike drop is on an indefinite hiatus. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not something that we're looking to actively bring back now. We just didn't have time. We really love Valorant esports, and Yiska is obviously still uh, covering it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it so was Joe. it was too much time. So is Joe. Uh, it was too much. Time. Basically, it's my fault. That's um, not true. It's nah, tough nah, to nah. keep up. That's a Dude, lot. I, I feel like I have my life back. Not I know, three yeah. podcasts a week, weekends <laughs> while working seventy hours each week. Like I know. It's <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we a lot of people have said that they really liked Spike Trap and love to see it come back. We'd love to bring it back, but we'll see. It's just a it's a Maybe. it's it's a really big time. It's you know it's if a, you're if you're a tough. billionaire, right? If you want to pay me whatever I get like from the from the other job I work, I totally give up the job to just do podcasts for you. If you're a billionaire, you know, if you're like I'm high on Twitch, like. If you want to sponsor my irresponsible life choices, please let me indulge. Yeah. Uh, word. Yeah. Word. Um, all right, chat. We're out of here. Thanks for hanging out today. Have a great one. We'll be back. Uh, I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. I don't know. We're going to try to fit in one more this week. So we missed last week. Uh, or what we're going to try to do. But, um, we're gonna do Take that. You. I think Can we're you gonna try your water bottle. I'm very thirsty. Yeah. All right, we're done. Mine's Bye. Empty. Bye.